You got that bottle? Yeah. Oh, that's the bottle? That's all we got? Well, that's gonna be it for this one. Mm-hmm. Nah, I can think I got I got more. I know, but we gotta pull this one up first. Yeah, pull me up. Mm. Just get a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get a little bit in there. Just take the edges off. Mm-hmm. We just we just gonna take the edges off of you. Yeah, and then stir it up with your good thing and then we <laughs> Down goes another bottle. Broken barrel and a few spirits bourbon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was actually really good. Is that suck on your titty mama good right there? I ain't never heard that saying. Where'd you get that from? Oh my goodness. It's from the deep south. Suck on your titty mama goodness. Mm-hmm. You don't say now, do you? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode uh, that's of a we- Shit's Weird Bro. That's a weird delay. That's okay. Why? Uh, just I took a little bit of a pregnant pause. And pa- you pause know what? for dramatic effect? Yes. Okay. Can I fucking... Boop. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you, boo-boo? Whatever, man. Okay, so we're doing tonight. Uh-oh. We bring you... Uh-oh. 9-11. I know. Well, we're not bringing you the day. We're not. We're we're talking about what happened on September 11, 2001. We didn't bring on 9/11. Might have. Not, not me and not, you. Not us personally. No, no, no. Us as a country. We as a maybe, collective. Maybe. Yeah, because you know I'm a part of people, and people did it. Oh well, if you put it that way, of course. We are all interconnected through the blood of Christ, Kyle. Everybody knows that. No. No. Bu- You're bullshit. saying not everybody believes that? Uh, oh, is that what? why this happened? What do you know? <laughs> I think I might be one of those set aforementioned people. Anyways, we're talking about nine fucking eleven. We are talking about nine eleven. I'm sorry, I got off base right there. Yeah, it's okay. But if we do, we need a timeline. I mean, it's kind of so. <laughs> it's nine eleven, two thousand one. There's your timeline. There it is. It happened. So what? What happened there? What happened is well, there were. So oh, you take it away, Kyle. Well, I'm gonna tell you the story of what. Uh, the story of a girl. I, I was gonna say, <laughs> but I'm very bad. Okay. Um, I'm gonna tell you what they say happened. So they say that they're on, what the sheeple believe. The sheeple on uh, the morning of. Uh, September 11th, 2001, I forgot what time it was, East Coast time. All I remember is I was waking up at 8 a.m. in the, not 8 a.m., like 7 a.m. in the morning to go to school and the first tower, it almost collapsed. And then I saw the second plane go into it. So it was 10 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. 10 o'clock Eastern Mm -hmm. time. Uh, they say that three Al Qaeda members, well, there was four, actually four of them, four Al Qaeda members had staged an attack. And they had all gone onto planes, different planes flying to different places, hijacked the planes in midair, took control of the cockpit somehow. I believe it was with knives. Cockpit. Cock. Took control of it and turned the planes around and flew them straight into the World Trade Centers. Mm-hmm. First one, obviously, I think, I don't know which tower got hit first, one or two, but one of them got hit. And then not too long afterwards, the second one got hit. At the same time, the Pentagon got hit. Mm-hmm. And then a fourth one got downed in a field because yes. the passengers fought back. <clears throat> and that was going for the White House. 
allegedly. Yeah, that was going for the White House. It actually wasn't going for the White House. It was going That's for the say. U.S. Capitol. Okay, I can see that. Which is uh, my, yeah, a little my, bit different. I don't want to call him a friend. Uh, my correspondent. Acquaintance. Yeah. But that's what's supposed to have happened. These guys, Al Qaeda, did not like what you what the U.S. was doing uh, in terms of Gulf War and their political views and how they were uh, talking about well, not talking, but also what they were doing in the Middle East. They didn't like that, so they formulated a plan and to undertook the biggest terrorist attack that's ever happened that's what the most deadly anyway i mean it killed well yeah i'm sure there's been something three thousand people something on a bigger scale but it's the the most deadly it killed over 500 more people than pearl harbor whoa that's that's something to wrap your head around i did not know that there's a lot of parallels between this and pearl harbor actually well Pearl Harbor, my great planes. Well, yes, damn kamikazes. Uh, my my great grandfather's actually in the USS Arizona. That's still at the bottom of Pearl Harbor right now. Um, so he's in it. He's in it. Like he got bombed while he was sleeping. He's dead in in the USS Arizona in Pearl Harbor. Um, so that's a sore spot, and it's the day before I was born. Well, mm-hmm. not the actual day, but. December 7th, I was born oh, December 8th. right, I won't yeah. bring up Pearl Harbor. It's okay, no. Jesus fucking Christ, just guilt trip the shit out of me, why no, don't it's you? it's okay, I like it. Fuck. I, like, I always remember it. But whatever. That's How do what... you remember? You weren't there? I always remember. How do you know your grandpa, how do you know your grandpa was really on there and died there? Maybe he just started a new family in like Buenos Aires. Uh, because well, I it wasn't a Nazi, but I mean, that was just a for instance. Because I went to Pearl Harbor and I saw his name on the fucking wall. A name uh, is a name, Kyle. He probably had to kill who he was to get to who he wanted to be. That's true. Dude, I should probably... He's l- probably still out there. You should look him up. I should probably link up. Yeah. Going down to Buenos Aires. I hopefully he's in Brazil. And yeah. beaches. Oh, man. Whew. They and, had some nice and, beaches. And beaches and those beaches. We need to get down there. Um, okay. Way off the rails. We're talking about 9-11 here. So, like what? Kyle said, it was four planes. Happened the morning of Tuesday, September 11, 2001. Oh, wow. I didn't know it happened yeah. then. So, it killed a little under 3,000 people and injured over 6,000. It caused $10 billion in infrastructure and property damage. And uh, there were also additional people Killed from 9-11 related cancer and respiratory diseases in the months following those So attacks. they got cancer from the day? Like 9-11 gave them <laughs> the cancer? Debris, all the oh, debris okay, gotcha. in the air. Well, no, you just said they got cancer from 9-11. You didn't specify. Like, I, I don't think right, a day right. can give you cancer. Maybe the attacks that happened on September 11th. Right. Yeah. I'm just those, being sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I got it. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> There, there, so two of the planes hit. Uh, one was American Airlines Flight 11. The other was United Airlines Flight 175. They crashed in the north and south towers, respectively, of the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan. 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 Uh, within, I don't from know, Wisconsin? They? They're, from, they're from Minnesota. Eh? Minnesota. Within, within an hour and 42 minutes, both 110-story towers collapsed. 
And uh, yes. I don't know if you've ever taken the stairs in a 110-story building. I hope it doesn't take me an hour or 42 minutes to get down. Provided you're, I mean, obviously you're not on the top floor and well, getting down. You also have that to just f- wasn't gonna happen. You also have well because they what what floors did they hit? I'm sure it's somewhere in uh, your research. I literally had a diagram and I so, deleted it because I, I didn't think it was I, gonna come up. I want to. I'm sorry, but I want to say it was about 65 percent of the way up. So it was it was high up. Yeah, it was high, but it wasn't too high. It, was, it looked were, a little too high to topple a building. Like, if you were playing Jenga, you would take... That's, like, the safe piece. Okay, so let's say 75% of the way up. That other uh, 25% or 35% is just fucked, pretty much, because yeah. they're not getting past the plane. No. It's on fire, you know? Yeah. Um, but, mind you, the people that are below that, they're f- literally running for their lives. And you, you, how many people got trampled just going down yeah, the stairwell? Exactly. exactly. And, yeah, it's you weren't you know, getting single out. file orderly fashion yeah. in any I, scenario, Kyle. I would be fucked. Oh yeah, because of the whole the whole uh, feet not working the whole thing, broken back thing yeah. situation. That, That'd be rough. Yeah, I'd be Jimmy Volmer in that shit all the way down the steps. So obviously, not just those two towers fell, but there was significant damage to ten other large structures, mm-hmm. and obviously the. Um, 47 stories, seven talk, World Trade Center. You talk down. about Tower 7? Yeah, that You talk down. about Tower 7? Okay, here? we'll get there, Kyle. Okay. okay. A third plane, which was 77, that obviously crashes the Pentagon, and another one was downed in the field after heroics. After we'll heroics? Yeah. Well, yeah, technically, yes. Uh, the it, people it, on Flight 93, very obviously, they rebelled, and yeah, it was like, heroic. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was also the deadliest incident to firefighters and law enforcement. Yeah, they got fucked. FDNY got yeah. screwed. Yeah, three hundred forty-three firefighters died and seventy-two uh, policemen were killed. That's not fun. This is a bummer. Yeah, why you know. did we do this? <laughs> because we're right. talking. We're what you're going to get into here is that I'm going to talk about what really really happened really happened not that bullshit story that i gave you the story the of beginning. a girl the story of a girl that i gave you earlier that the sheep will believe and are content with thinking is what happened so well there's a couple theories but i like to believe the insider training theory insider trading they're not inside training there, well there's probably there's probably insider training, training as for well. getting more money well i mean you gotta have to train on how to fly a fucking plane. So what my what my correspondent tells me is that just before nine eleven, an extraordinary amount of put options were placed on United Airlines and American Airlines stocks, and speculate mm-hmm. the insiders mm-hmm. may have known in advance coming into uh, the events of nine eleven. So they placed their bets accordingly. They're like sold. They're so like... a put option means like if it if it loses a significant amount of value. You win, basically. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, you can bet. You can bet on things to lose in the stock market, kids. Learn yeah. about money. Yeah, please. It's, it's like not that hard. This stock market. This 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 business is gonna take a hard nose dive. They're gonna take a shit. Bet on. It's like a boxer taking a dive, basically. Yeah. 
That's crazy how you can make money on that, though. Yeah, you can make money on anything. It's America, baby. Yeah, America. That's what we do. America, fuck yeah. So there was an abnormal long put volume, and uh, it was also examined to be seen at abnormally high levels in the days leading up to the attacks. So subsequently, the paper concludes that there's uh, evidence of unusual option market activity in the days leading up to December, September 11th. So ab- abnormally high put options. Which would be consistent with uh, investors trading in advance knowledge of the attacks. So, yeah, insider trading. They, they, right. had, they had knowledge. They of knew it was going to happen. They didn't say anything because they could make a shit ton of money, which is the most American thing I can think of and just also the worst. Yeah. Does that say something about my yeah. image of our well, peoples? I, I think it's kind of the same thing. It's not I don't I don't think it's insider trading. I think it was more war profiteering. I think it had more to do with them wanting to get into uh, there's a couple of factors that come uh-huh. into this. Well, just go ahead and go with yours. Well, what if I yeah. told you that insurance companies also saw Anomalous trading activities. So Citigroup uh, and Travelers Insurance, they paid about $500 million in claims for the World Trade Center attack, which okay. is 45... They had, oh, the actual... Oh, shit. They had 45 times the normal volume uh, during the three trading days before the attack. The option okay. for profit. If the stock fell below $40. So they profit if the stock falls. Yeah. Which obviously, if you're paying five hundred million dollars in claims, your stock's gonna fucking fall. Yeah. My uncle got screwed by nine eleven. By the way, he was well, not as screwed as the people that were in the tower, but mm. he he worked for uh, he worked for United as a uh, as a HVAC guy on the planes, putting the stuff together on the planes, Damn. and pension all that shit just. Out the window as Gone. soon as it happened because everything just fell. They can't oh, pay for well, it. Well, a lot of the retirement was stock options. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, you had options to do stock options and then 401k I, and stuff like that. You're working there. You're like, it's going to be around forever. It's, it's a, United it's fucking Airlines. It's yeah. United Airlines. It's been around for a yep. long time. Yep, exactly. They're still around if you held on to them. What he should have done is done some put options. And he would have yeah, been safe. yeah, he would have been, been cool. Good. Been good. If only he had insider knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, there's also Raytheon, which is a defense contractor. Mm-hmm. They had really high right. number of call options on September 10th. So the day, uh, the day before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think we got that one. Yeah, that one made money if the share fall more than twenty five dollars. And below 25 bucks yeah yeah so each had 232 options contract traded uh the day before the attacks which is almost six times the number of trades that had occurred before that day so you're getting six, six times, times your yeah. normal volume the day before 9-11 so we have an abnormally high amount of put options on united we have Citibank, American Airlines, Citicorp, yeah, Citicorp, and or Citigroup, and Travelers Insurance doing more. What was it? More insurance uh, claims than normal, or they were? It was, it was a different it was type. More of, put options. Oh, more it put was options. Forty-five times okay. the normal volume. And then we also have Raytheon, which, which is, is six a, times the normal volume. 
all on those put options. So that's for six, them to lose six money. companies that you named that all had abnormally high put because options because of that, as a direct result that all are directly affected by mm-hmm. 9/11. Like the airline companies for obvious reasons. Right. Raytheon, defense you said it, contractor. defense contractor that okay, that plays into the Bush administration wanting to go to mm-hmm. war for war profiteering, weapon sales, things like that. Um and then obviously the banks, Citicorp and all that stuff. All the day before right. 9-11. <clears throat> Coincidental? Maybe. Maybe. But I'm, I'm not ruling it out, but uh, reasonable tough. doubt that it's coincidental. That's, that's tough. I'll say that much. That's very tough for it to be coincidental. And then, so, most of them were brought through two brokerage firms, which was okay. uh, uh, NFS, which is a subsidiary of Fidelity, and TD Waterhouse. Them bitches. So those the it was estimated that the trader or traders would have realized five million dollars in profit. So the SEC actually launched the insider trading investigation. And uh you wanna know what one of the suspects was? Osama bin Laden. Osama bin ding ding. He was one of the suspects of insider trading. Okay what? Yeah. So he had his feet in the US stock market. Right. This dude that lives in the mountains and he's not a, he's not an idiot. Well, yeah. He's pretty crazy, and he has a lot of very extremist Islamic ideals, that, especially jihad. I just, I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's taken out. Like, it is fucked up what we do in the in the Middle East, and we well, fuck with a lot of Muslim countries for yes, not a lot of reasons, but other than oil. That part of the that part of the world is so locked into war that they're never gonna be out of war. They're just it it has a lot to do with the muslim religion i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it because i'm not I, saying that muslims no, are violent i know inherently. i know very uh, i know a lot of muslims that are very peaceful nice people yes. you know what i mean great and they practice my best it. friends muslim no, no they they they, <laughs> they practice you sound like that white guy i, right I now. know but they they <laughs> practice it the way that rational people practice yeah when you take something Islam. way off context Yes. It's, uh, I don't want to say Jehovah's Witness. But. Well, if, like, they, they read the Quran to the T to where it's, like, this eye for an eye type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're just locked in war over there. And especially, like, if you look at, if you look at the globe at night or have a, a picture of the world at night over mm-hmm. the Middle East, the regions that are dark are the regions that are stuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they're just... They're just there fighting each other. I don't even think they know exactly what it's for, but they're just there fighting. And I don't think that's I mean, ever in our lifetime. I don't think that's it's not going to be that way. I think it's always like going to be like that. If you grow up in a low income neighborhood and everyone's fighting all the time, you don't know why people are just in gangs. So you just yeah. join a gang because that's just what you do. And that's but it's way worse. If, it's yes, way it is. Worse. It is. It's ridiculous. It is. But. I understand why they wouldn't want United States to interfere with what they're doing. Uh, you know, it, you can go on for days, but that's a different discussion. But uh, yeah. So, um, there. What makes you a hundred percent positive that it would be insider trading? Is there anything besides that? Follow the money, bro. 
if people have a way to make a quick buck, if you can make a couple million dollars yeah. based off that information, do you say, I mean, you're literally saying fuck 10,000 people. Yes. And probably a lot more based on people who lost, you know, jobs, pensions and lives, stuff like that. But yeah, well, 10,000 <laughs> yeah. people lost their lives, but then 10, ten three, 3,000. 10,000 people Well, you're saying fuck 10,000 people in the way of 3,000 die, 6,000 uh, yeah, injured, gotcha. and gotcha. Yeah, you yeah. know, firefighters and yeah. police killed. So, yeah. there There's crazy amounts of discrepancies. If you could press this button in the middle of the table, you get a million dollars, but yeah, 10,000 people have significant problems. Millions of people. Well, you know... Thousands it, dead. Well, if you put it that way, it's probably Bush is known to be in the Skull and Bone Society. Yes. It's well documented. A lot of people think that the Skull and Bone Society is a form of the Illuminati slash Freemasons, things like that. What they want is a new world order. Easiest way to get a new world order is population control. Have a smaller population Mm -hmm. that you can have a grasp over who's to say that he didn't just hit that button it was like what's what's 3,000 people we have billions of people on this earth right now it's just come on give me the money from the higher ups the higher ups were like we need to take out some people but taking out only 10,000 people doesn't listen really that just popped into my head right now <laughs> I was like, and I was trying to string it together, but it didn't work. Okay. Like billions of people. And you you're know, like, ah, let's just take out 10,000, you know? Yeah. It doesn't work and you that didn't well. didn't even take out 10,000. Yeah. You took out 3,000. Uh, it just popped into my head and I was yeah. trying to string it together. Yeah. Didn't work. But I see where you were going with that. Yeah. That's pretty smart, Kyle. Yeah. Good job. What do you yeah. got? Now that your credibility is shining <laughs> like a polished turd. Okay. Well, there there was <laughs> there was a lot of discrepancies in the morning. I mean, I can understand why there's discrepancies in news reports and yeah, things like that. Yeah, one of like them that. said that there was like a, a car bombing. Which obviously didn't happen. Long off. Really didn't happen. Um, but there was one... It, was it U.S.? It's there's a report that says within uh, before the collapse of World Trade Center two, which was the second one that mm-hmm. got hit at around nine fifty nine a.m. U.S. Op- officials knew the names of several of the alleged hijackers. CBS reported that the flight attendant on American Airlines Flight Eleven, Amy Sweeney, had the presence of mind to call her office and reveal the seat numbers of the hijackers who had been seized who had seized the plane. Uh, FBI Director Robert Mueller, who's famous nowadays, uh-huh. uh, later said that this was the first piece of hard evidence in his memoirs. CIA first piece of hard evidence in his memoir. CIA Director George Tenet emphasized the importance of the passenger manifest and does uh, and does counterterrorism SAR Richard A. Clark. So they both said it was very important for those manifests. These reports came out around 959 claiming that they knew exactly who these people were on the plane. I have a question. Go I'm for sorry. It. I'm sorry. Is Richard E. Clark Dick Clark? Like uh, from Dick Clark's Rock and Eve? No, it's he... not E. Clark. It's Richard A. Clark. Oh. And 
it could be, but it's it's spelled czar like Russian czar, C Z A R. I I don't think that's Dick Clark. Oh. I I don't think so. Well, con- continue continue the story, anyway, man. Any- <laughs> anyways, uh uh they all it was very strange because afterwards they released the manifest and the manifest didn't include the names of any of the alleged hijackers. They said the manifests were very what? yeah. They said the flight manifests of oh, the no, people they... that were on the plane were very important. Yeah. They released the manifest, but none of the alleged hijackers were on the manifest themselves. And then there was also Bush came out later that morning when he was talking about it and he he said that we don't know who the attackers are, even though there was a, a report before the second tower even fell mm-hmm. where they deduced it. And they're like, well, it's these fuckers sitting in these seats. It's these guys. They already knew who, well, the names that were given to yeah, them right. were, but they're like, we have no idea who these peoples are. So that that's, that's kind of a big discrepancy. Don't you think you'd be able to search out an alias really quick? Right. You know, like, it's like these people just fucked us. I think there's some type of database on. Well, it's really you know hard I mean? to use an alias on a flight anyway. I guess now. Well, after, now it is. Thanks. After this incident, yeah. it's a little bit more difficult. I guess. But it, it's it's all over the place. There's a bunch of circumstantial stuff. But you mentioned something earlier that I'm very intrigued by. What's that? What happened to What happened to Tower Seven? Tower Seven. All right. So Are we ta- doing this? So Tower 7 so, was a building that was... I, shh, 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 shh. Show you little bell. Why, thank you. So controlled demolition conspiracy theorists say that the collapse of the North Tower, South Tower, or of the 7 World Trade Center was caused by explosives installed in the building in advance. Yes. In advance? Advanced. Yeah, I don't advanced. know why I threw a D on that bitch. Yeah, yeah. Past Throw tense. a D on that bitch. Uh, so demolition theory uh, proponents, such as uh, Brigham Young University physicist Stephen E. Jones, Stephen Hawking, architect Richard Gage, Dick Ooh. Gage, Dick Gage. <laughs> oh my God! Could you imagine having a Dick Gage? Ugh. A Prince Albert, but it's just it's a gauged hole out. in the middle. How do you your piss comes out three directions? The thing is, your dick's not cartilage, right? No, it's muscle. Yeah, so that's just not gonna work out. Yeah, you won't be able to get hard. It's blood vet. No, nothing going to the muscle. Well, it'd go up to the point of the gauge. I guess it gets swollen through. You gotta just put some. um, That would hurt so fucking bad. You need some circulation in the tip, bro, because that's just not gonna be good. What's the point? Yeah, that's where it can it can look cool with a hole in it, but then that's it's, where all the fun is. Cause all just, the all the fun's in the tip. It gets all dead and yeah. gangrenous at the end. Yeah, it's and then when you pull look. the plug out, there's just a big old droopy hole in the middle of it. There's a couple other guys, but I don't fucking know now well, because we're di- talking about Dick Gage. Dick Gage. What was it? Oh, they're demolition theory proponents. They argue that. The aircraft impacts and resulting fires couldn't have weakened the buildings sufficiently to initiate a catastrophic collapse. But there's been reports that have come out that said that jet fuel can burn at ridiculously high temperatures that would Not melt high steel enough girder- to melt girders. Those. They did a test on it. It didn't work. You sure? Because yeah, Mythbusters, bro. No, I don't know if it was Mythbusters, but I think Mythbusters like... proved the opposite. But that's okay. 
What? <laughs> did you watch that? I watched, they did that? I love Mythbusters. Whatever. Yeah, they flew a plane into a fucking building and figured it out, Chris. <laughs> like, yeah, this uh, one didn't work. Well, they also state that thermite and nanothermite composites in the dust and debris were found following the collapse of the three buildings. Thermite's just rust. So, well, it could be yeah. like spray paint has thermite in it, yeah. right? Like primer? Could be, yes. So that that's highly flammable. Anything. Thermite is it makes a crazy exothermic reaction. Well, the the theorists in uh, well Dick Gage Love explained them. that how the amount of explosive he hasn't explained that the amount uh, the amount of explosives it needs to bring down the building. So he doesn't even know how much it would have taken. Um, and then a federal investigation. Have, have you have you watched the video? Have I watched my video on federal investigations? How it like goes down and it's like weird and twists like crazy. No, it really it doesn't. It literally, if you watch the video of Tower Seven, the inside of it looks like it implodes first. The inside comes in, and then the outside. It looks like there's stuff that's jettisoning outwards. Well, what if it hit like, like a gas line, which it probably did. It could have, but the inside collapsed first, and then everything else collapsed in on in on it. Like it fell in its own footprint. It didn't go outside. There wasn't debris everywhere. It, it imploded. It, it imploded and fell right where it needed to be, just like a, con- a controlled demolition. Well, they said that molten steel hmm. found in the rubble was evidence of explosives, because they don't think an ordinary plane fire would generate enough heat to melt the steel. Right. So they were saying the same thing about towers one and two. Yeah. yeah, and they said that there, if there had been uh, like molten steel and rubble, any excavation and equipment would have had to be immediately damaged, and they weren't. So I don't know where that leaves us. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, you need to watch a video and figure out for yourself because it looks like a controlled demolition. But it was kind of the same thing with the World Trade Centers. They just kind of fell straight down. They didn't go, like, there wasn't, it didn't look like there was any, like, major structural integrity that would have it go one way yeah. or the other. Like, it didn't collapse, Well, I just, like, timber. I feel like a lot of these theories are just based off of the retarded initial stories that yes. were just, like, totally off. Like, uh, right at, like after the day of the attacks, a lot of sources published that the towers had collapsed doing to uh, heat-melting steel. Yeah, which that's I mean didn't necessarily happen because there was no molten steel in the rubble. Yeah, I mean it could they could have just taken out a bunch of support beams by the force of impact. Right, that thing was moving. It was going in there quickly. Mm-hmm. But what about that? Have you heard about the MSE, MSNBC report? No. Enlighten so, me. Enlighten me, bro. According to MSNBC, the plan to af- invade Afghanistan and, quote, remove al-Qaeda from the face of the earth yes. was was already sitting on George W. Bush's desk the morning of 19, uh, 9-11. He's like, give me a fucking reason. Give me a reason. Yeah. He was just sitting there awaiting his signature. Other than oil, because it'll make us look bad. Well, that happened later, and that's why they went to Iraq. Yeah. But... It it's quagmire. Is what it is, you know. That one's we're not denying. They went to Iraq for all. Fool me once. That's, <laughs> shame, shame, shame on you. Shame fool, on, fool me twice. Twice. 
It, you're yeah. never going to get fooled again. Anyways, the plan in the form of a presidential directive had been developed by the CIA and according to Dick Clark, yeah. <laughs> Clark Dick Clark called for an arming of the Northern Alliance uh, to go on the offensive against the Taliban, pressing impressing the CIA to go after bin Laden and Al Qaeda leadership. Ooh, I like that. That was a good one. A former, uh, a former Pakistani diplomat. I am not even going to say this name. Do it. Do it. Uh, Nayaz Naik. Nayaz Naik. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's something like that. And it's like Diaz, but with an N. Is there a question mark on the end? Otherwise, you probably didn't pronounce it right. Well, uh, yeah. I don't know how they pronounce things in Pakistan. It could have been the little umlaut could be a question mark. You never know. But he just wanted to say umlaut. That's the only <laughs> punctuation I could think of off the top it's of my German. head. German. Yeah, I know. Whatever. I don't give a shit. But he tells virtually the same story during the NBC uh, during an NBC interview, not not MS NBC, BBC interview. He, three days after 9-11, Nyack claimed that the senior American official had informed him in mid-July 2001 that the U.S. would officially attack the Taliban before the snow starts falling in Afghanistan by the middle of October at the latest. The snow fall in Afghanistan? It's fucking up there in the mountains, dude. Oh, that's true. Of course it does. I don't know why I just thought it was hot all the time. Well, no, it's kind of... I don't know. It's one of those places that it seems like it would just be desert. That's pretty ignorant by me. Yeah, but, but it it's like a very... <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's... Very mountainous it's in region. in Asia where, like, there's those big mountains, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in Asia? I think... Yeah, it's It's Eastern, in the Middle East. Eastern. Which is kind of fucked up to call it Western that. It doesn't Asia. even get its own name as a continent. Like, there's Europe, Asia... North yeah. America, South America. It's like the middle. Yeah, yeah it's I not quite what, east. It's not quite middle. I don't know what's going on. It's the over cradle of society or whatever. Let's just call it the middle it's east. It's kind of like the Midwest. Why the fuck do they call it the Midwest? It's clearly further east because than it is west. Because it's just in the middle and they don't know what the fuck to call it. But it's further east. In like east coast, west coast, and the shit right here. Yeah, these weirdos. The south. In Ohio and Missouri. I'm sorry, but Midwest, like Missouri, that's the south. Never been there. Uh, you. you think it's the Midwest, but it's not. No, it's just it's down there. No, like Confederate South. Some places, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Oh, here I got it. Okay. So Jesse Ventura hired New Mexico. Yes, the just the body. I figured. Yeah. Hired New Mexico Tech to conduct a demonstration. Whoa, whoa, whoa. New Mexico Tech. Whoa, what? Like it's a company, New Mexico Tech? NMT, son. Okay. I thought you just said like the tech of the state of New Mexico. He enlisted yes. their All technology. Of the technology <laughs> from Roswell. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, this who's might, interested? This might come into no, play. No, he didn't really. God damn no, it. it but I alien. like Jesse Ventura. Aliens nor Nazis had involvement in 9-11. Nazis might have. That we can prove yeah. beyond a reasonable doubt. We can stretch and reach and do anything that we want to in order to get aliens and Nazis to fit in this theory. Yeah. Anyway, back to Jesse Ventura's New Mexico Tech sub, uh, project. So the demonstration was to show that nanothermite slicing through a large steel beam, that uh, it was supposed to show that. So the nanothermite produced copious flame and smoke, but there was no damage to the beam at all. 
even though it was actually horizontal and therefore in like an optimal position. Maybe they were testing on alien Nazi steel instead of regular. Are you good American saying, steel? Oh, the good, good American. Yeah, unless they, it's, it's. I don't think they were using American steel. They were using alien Nazi steel. That's why they couldn't burn through it. You mean a bunch of uh, aluminum foil with sticks? Well, that could be alien Nazi steel, but you never know. Anyways, yes. It couldn't burn through. No marks. Is that all you got? No, I got more. I was going to talk okay. about Flight 93 and okay. uh, what the deal was there because um, it was the fourth plane hijacked and it crashed in that open airfield uh, near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. It doesn't sound like a friendly place. No, you're just getting shivved. You, when you're born, you get a shank. Wait, the moment you step off the plane, they just stab you and they're like, Welcome to Shanksville! You get a shank! You get a shank! It's like when you get off Hawaii, you get a lay right away. But in Shanksville, you get a hospital visit. And then a plane crashes in an open field on 9-11. Yeah. And then you're famous for it. Anyways, but Flight 93. Yeah. One of the popular conspiracy theories surrounding uh, this event is that Flight 93 was actually shot down by a U.S. fighter jet. That'd be dope. So the very reputable Alex Jones... And David Ray Griffin say that I mean, large parts you, of you the make a plane, including the main body of the engine, landed miles away from the wreckage site, which is too far away for any ordinary plane crash. You make fun of Alex Jones, but back in the day, he was a really good journalist. You say was, like it was past tense. Well, now he's just crazy. Back in the day, he was like breaking into Bohemian Grove and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that was real gotcha stuff. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. They were running around with their dicks out. Well, Jones says <laughs> that planes usually leave small debris in a field when they leave a crash. Debris. And that's... Not... <laughs> Are you all right there? I'm okay. So, just to preface this whole conversation... Christopher may or may not ate an edible. That was I can, hours ago. I it's can not neither affecting me confirm now. nor deny this. I'm fine. Okay. So he says that planes leave small debris when they crash, but it's not really compatible with reports of wreckage found farther away from the main crash site. Uh, one person claimed the main body of the engine was found miles away from the main wreckage site with damage comparable to that which a heat-seeking missile would do to an airliner. Okay. But so, I mean, the plane was shot down because because uh, passengers found out about the whole thing. Apparently. What? Yeah. The passengers found out about it, and they, did they contact somebody? I guess. Well, they have cell phones. Right? If you're in airplane mode, it's off. Okay. But if the bitch is going down anyway, yeah. you take that shit out of airplane mode and you call whoever you got to call right now. I'd, I'd want to stab somebody. You know? With what? I don't know. Yeah. Well, back then. Whatever it, they had, because they had like Leatherman's. It was before. That's how they hijacked the plane. It was before 9 11. You can take like small knives right. onto planes and things like that. Ah, so. the good old days. Yeah. It was literally before 9 11. Or it was, but... You can yeah, take you your know. gun with the ammo in it? Yeah, just on the plane, conceal carry directly in there. Yeah, that'll be fine. You got a license. Yeah, you're good to you go. You want a beer? 
You won't hijack this. Anyway. I, I, so the thing is that um, the engine was actually found only 300 yards from the main crash site. And it was actually consistent with the direction that the plane was traveling. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just crazy. It seems like they actually there was heroes on that flight that got up and fucked those Taliban. And they don't know how to fly a goddamn plane. Well, or, or they were in the process of fighting them when the bitch went down. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're trying to get Either it. Either or. That's or they were just uh, the people who hijacked the plane were just shitty pilots. No, I don't think that's the no. issue. Because I, if you, that's look, true. Because if they crashed if you, over Pennsylvania, if you look at those two. They got that far. Well, if you look at the two towers that the the planes going into those two towers, both of those were coming in at steep fucking angles. So mm. they knew what they were doing a little bit. They yeah. they were maneuvering that bitch to hit it. And they were coming in banking. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was just a straight shot and they're running right through. They were coming in sideways. Like they're skidding into everything. Right. Well, they also have a um, FAA operations manager that said no military aircraft were near Flight 93, and he would know. Yeah, but, but how much of that could be... They also pay him to say that shit. Exactly. How much of that can be covered up by... Well, I mean, even, even like something like this, like that Nyack guy that I was telling you about, They there was... Uh, he received... Information in Berlin at an unsponsored international contact group on Afghanistan, mm -hmm. where he also predicted, well, correctly predicted that the U.S. would launch an attack from the bases in Uzbekistan and Tajikistan. I think that's how you say it. Mm -hmm. And but how could I mean how could U.S. officials know that if they didn't have? a plan out and mind you this was before 9-11 this was well before it happened a couple mm -hmm. of weeks like i was saying before they would launch the attack in mid-october before the snow fell and they would launch from uh bases in uzbekistan and kajikistan where uh there was there was bases which after 9-11 happened mm -hmm. that's where they launched their attacks from how would officials know that before the fact without some type of plan already set in place? I don't know. Exactly. So somebody, somebody had some type. I of, wish I had more. <laughs> so, yeah, but it, it, somebody had some type of foreknowledge. You know, oh, so, for sure. They knew about this. This was being planned. They knew about this. They read about this. They seen about it. Yeah, all of it. But they they had foreknowledge. They they were they knew everything that was going to happen. Foreknowledge would also explain why General Dick Myers, the acting chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff on 9/11, announced at the first post 9/11 meeting of Bush's National Security Council, had on, held on video conference the afternoon of the attack that there are 42 major Taliban bombing targets. They already had bombing targets laid out. This is the afternoon after Notice the attacks everybody happened. Everybody involved, their name is Dick. There is. Well, his name's Richard Meyer, That's but I, I'm shortening it down to Dick. Well, I mean, I think we're we're seeing a pattern here. There's a this secret could society. Go all the way to the top. Secret society. Was it Dicks. Nixon? Could have been. 
Is this Watergate? Is this what Watergate was about? I don't think so. <laughs> blew the fucking lid, bro. <laughs> uh, what if it was Israel? Israel. Israel. Just the state of Israel. Okay. What about Israel? Israel. They may have been involved. Israel. And they may have okay. planned the attacks. Israel and Pakistan, I know, are at war. See? They don't like each other. But Pakistan is not Afghanistan. They're very it's different. Close. They're close, but they're very different. I don't think Pakistan and Afghanistan like each other very much either. No. I don't think any of those countries like think, each yeah, other. No. Anyways. So there's a bunch of motives. So it would cause the U.S. to attack the enemies of Israel, and it would also divert public attention away from Israel's treatment of Palestinians, which would help Zionists take control of world affairs. Zion, like, like Zion? Yeah, Duke? No, not like Zion Williamness. William Williamsons. Okay. So it would also persuade Americans to support Israel. Okay. So, so they think is, that it was uh, organized by the government of Israel. Did, did were the laser sharks also in, involved? No. Okay, it wasn't the laser sharks. It was just. But but some of the the points of this believe is that Jewish employees were forewarned by Israeli intelligence to skip work on September 11th. They were like, "Get out of here! Be careful!" Which is a type of thing. Sorry, listeners. Um, Christopher is a Portland Trailblazers fan, and I am a Golden State Warriors fan. And the Warriors just went up two games to nothing as we speak. It's gonna um, be a real sweep, I guess. Anyways. Uh, the Jewish employees were informed to call out of work. Oh, yeah, which that resulted in no Jewish deaths at the World Trade Center, according to Cinnamon Stillwell. That doesn't sound reputable. Cinnamon? Is that a stripper? Cinnamon Stillwell? <laughs> she? He? Theorized? Cinnamon's got to be a she. They put this number as high as 4,000 Jewish people skipping work. Wait a goddamn... The main... It's Cinnamon Stillwell. What the fuck? Stillwell. That's got to be some kind of weird... That's a pseudonym? That's some bullshit. I'm sorry. Cinnamon. There was was a bunch of Jewish deaths. I don't know one Jewish person named Cinnamon. There was 200... I have the number right here. There was between 270 and 400 Jewish deaths on 9-11. So... That's a lot. They didn't fucking skip work. They they dead. (laughs) There's only so many Jewish people living... I mean, it is New York. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a higher concentration of them there, but of Jewish people there than probably anywhere yeah. in the U.S. But still, that's a significant. I mean, two seventy to four hundred of three thousand is significant. Yes, it's over ten percent. Over ten thousand? No, over ten percent okay. of three thousand. That's a Dragon Ball Z reference. Okay. Whatever. But so it wasn't Israel. So, but it could have been. I was about to say, so why would Israel do it? Just to... So that we would attack their enemies and we would support them. And then nobody would worry about them fucking so up Palestinians. It, Israel wouldn't have to do the... They're trying to get us to do the dirty work. They're like, let's bomb the U.S. and blame right. it on the fucking... Uh, blame it on our on enemies. Al-Qaeda. And, and like, we'll help you. And we'll give you guys weapons while you fight type of thing right which 
You yeah. send GI. Which makes sense. But I don't know. I It's tough because all the evidence that I see that I've put together is there, there was a plan in place by the Bush administration and even going back into like the Clinton administration bill. Like they, they Not were bill. They were the first black president was putting together this plan, helping put together this plan in order to go into uh Afghanistan. There's there's a couple of reasons. But right after the attacks, uh they didn't go to war with Afghanistan. They voted against it. They did vote against it, but they already had plans in place. Like they were saying, there there was a plan. They had targets. They had bases that they were going to go to in order to do all this stuff. They had bombing targets, and they knew exactly what they were going to do. This thing had been in, in place. They had gathered intelligence. It wasn't like they were just came flew by the seat of their pants and was like, this is what we're doing. They just fucking took down our towers. We have these 49 bombing targets. We're going to set up base here, 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 and here. There had to be some type of foreknowledge of something happening in order for them to invest this heavily in a, in a, a strategy to invade Afghanistan. Do you want to get into my analytical work? Anal well, I did, I did some. Uh, your analytical work should be left between a man and a woman in their own bedroom. Well, it's gonna get pretty brown. Okay, gonna murk it up. Let's murk it up. So the idea for the attacks came from Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Ooh, that's a name. Who, uh, Sheikh? Sheikh? Ah, uh, no, nah, I nailed it the first time. Is Fuck it? Is it Khalid or Khalid? Khalid. Okay. Did he have a lot of jersey? I assume not. Okay. Because he's probably kicking it in the case with your boy Osama. Are you sure this information is accurate? Yes. Okay. It's accurate. Gotcha. So in 1996, Khalid Shaikh Mohammed presented it to Osama bin Laden, the idea for the attacks. So at the time, they were in a period, they just relocated uh, back to Afghanistan from the Sudan. And the 1998 African embassy bombings and uh, Bin Laden's February uh, fatwa in 1998, which was what's a fatwa? A fatwa is like F A T W A. A couple of times, Osama Bin Laden just uh, attacked the troops that were in the area, the U.S. troops, because he wanted the U.S. troops out of Afghanistan. Oh, he had some huge terrorist attacks. Like whether or not he orchestrated 9/11 is a different. Thing, but he had some pretty big terrorist attacks elsewhere where he killed at one he killed like 200 people the other one he killed like 500 people mm -hmm. so he, he was a terrorist yeah for sure. yep. was a yep. fucking bitch man yeah is yeah Still is yeah isis is more of the bitch right now but that's okay so after the fatwa uh bin Laden was intent on attacking the attacking the united states so in late 1998 or early 1990, Bin Laden gave approval for Muhammad to go along with organizing that plot. So there's a series of meetings in the spring of 99 that involved Muhammad Bin Laden and his deputy, which was Muhammad Atef. Just call him his disciple. It sounds cooler. Nah, he's a deputy. Mm, and Bin okay. Laden's like the sheriff in town. <laughs> like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, God. This is we sound like we're speaking light of of uh, Osama bin Laden, and I don't want to do that. 
Dude, he got shot in the fucking face. Fuck that guy. He got what he deserved. Right. Well, that's that's if the reports are true and the U.S. government isn't lying to us. Fuck. So Atef, uh, Muhammad Atef, his deputy, uh, provided operational support for the plot, which included target selections and helping arrange travel for the hijackers. And uh, Bin Laden actually would overrule Muhammad, rejecting some potential targets such as the U.S. Bank Tower in L.A., because there wasn't enough time to plan for that shit. Yeah, but the U.S. Bank Tower. How big is the U.S. Bank What's Tower? The How point? many yeah, employees? And flying all the way to L.A. The World Trade Center sounds like it's a bigger target. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so Bin Laden would actually provide leadership and financial support for the plot, and he was involved in selecting participants. Okay. So initially, he like got these two really experienced jihadists from Bosnia or some shit. And they came back. They took they took flying lessons. In San- is it Bosnia or some, some shit? I don't know. But uh, Hasmi and uh, Midhar were their names. They took flying lessons in San Diego. Uh, they both spoke a, like a little Diego. bit of English. Uh, they performed really shitty in flying lessons. So then they would actually sub- uh, serve as like the muscle instead because they suck at fucking flying. Okay. And then uh, late in '99. He gets smart and gets people, gets these guys from Hamburg, Germany. Hamburg, yeah. So they come from Afghanistan. And then he selected those guys because they were educated. They spoke English. And they actually had experience living in, like, Western Europe. And they knew about, like, Like Western clothing. American culture. Or Or just Western Western culture culture, in general. So they had these... uh, they all had their own special skills, and one of them actually already had a fucking commercials pi- pilot's license. Oh, I thought you said a commercial. Like That's like the worst guy you would so, want to get. Uh, but Bin Laden actually helped them all blend in by teaching them how to order food in restaurants and dress in Western clothing. Okay. So, so Bin Laden's the expert in dressing like in Western clothing. I would like one Mc cheeseburger. One McGingbing, please. What if he knew about those? McGeebies. He probably What if he lived on those? It'd be awesome. Anyways. So he's teaching these guys Western culture to get them acclimated. And eventually he would take them. uh, They all took pilot training in South Florida. Okay. So in spring of 2001, the secondary hijackers began arriving to the United States, which is the muscle and everything. And what what, uh, month? Uh, in in the spring, like okay. April, May. You said spring. Then okay. in July, okay. uh, Atah met with uh, Bin Al Shib in Spain, where they coordinated mm. the details, so including the final target selection. So he uh, passed along Bin Laden's wish for the attacks to be carried out as soon as possible. So some of the hijackers actually received passports from uh, corrupt Saudi officials who are family members. Or they use fraudulent passports to gain entry. So, basically, um, to add to all this fucking planning, since 1999, the NSA intercepted phone calls. uh, Al-Qaeda meetings were observed, but the CIA was notified, but they didn't alert other agencies because they didn't think anything was going to happen in the U.S. And then by late June... Senior uh, counterterrorism official Dick Clark and CIA director George Tenet were were convinced that a major series of attacks was about to come. 
but they believe that the attacks would most likely occur in Saudi Arabia or Israel. Okay. And in early July, Dick Clark put domestic agencies on full alert, telling them that something really spectacular is going to happen here soon. So he okay. asked FBI and the State Department to alert embassies and police departments and the Defense Department to go into threat condition Delta. I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds legit. Then Dick Clark... <laughs> it sure does. He later wrote that somewhere in CIA there was information that two known Al-Qaeda terrorists had come into the United States. In the FBI, there was information that strange things had been going on in flight schools in the United States and that they had specific information about individual terrorists. None of that information got to me or the White House. Okay. Um, but it's... That sounds like, the way you're piecing it together, it sounds like, yes, there was foreknowledge of something happening. Like, they intercepted calls of right. something happening. They didn't expect that it was going to happen on U.S. soil, but it looks like they made contingency plans accordingly. Yeah. They were, like, prepping for it. And uh, the actually, the Counterterrorism Center was requesting uh, permission to inform the FBI that two of the pilots were in the country and the CIA just never even fucking responded. Yeah. The only, the, the big, the tough thing to me is the whole reason that we went over there was because bin Laden was said to be the guy that orchestrated this whole thing. And we we're going after him to find him. That's what but, I always thought. Yes, but there's been many reports that show that there's there's no hard evidence against Bin Laden orchestrating this stuff. Not really. They don't have anything. And even the FBI, the FBI agreed with skeptics. The FBI online online FBI's online website listing of one, the most wanted terrorists includes a page devoted to Osama Bin Laden. According to this official post, which may be viewed by anyone with access to the internet, Bin Laden is wanted by the CIA for an August 1998 attack on U.S. embassies in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, uh, mm-hmm. and Nairobi, Kenya, which killed over 200 people. Uh, killed over 200 people. However, the page makes no reference to the events of 2011. Uh, 2011, Jesus Christ, September 11th, 2001, nor is there any mention of a a video because there was videos of him that said that uh, there was a forced video that said that he had committed these crimes and things like that. The U.S. has said that they got a video that they when they went over to Afghanistan, they found a video in bin Laden's area where he was that basically had him admitting to doing this. But in their research, uh, plenty of linguists and people that studied this tape show that this tape was, it, it was doctored. It was bullshit because he was talking about something completely different. And they, the U S put a translation in that said, I, I, we're going to attack on right. this day and yada, yada. But if you really listen to it, the other, yeah, the other linguists are like, let go get me chicken bitch type of thing that he was saying something completely mundane or he was trying to rile up Al Qaeda for 
what was happening in Afghanistan rather than a terrorist attack. Um, the it, it's it's weird because there's the reason 9/11 isn't mentioned is uh, on Osama's most wanted page is because there's really no hard evidence connecting him to 9/11. Um, there was a reporter that had they are just like okay how's how's that possible? The the FBI agent that they were talking to replied, "Bin Laden has not been formally charged in connection with 9/11." He explained why not. The FBI, this is how what he explained. The FBI gathers evidence. Once evidence is gathered, it is turned over to the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice Justice then decides whether it has enough evidence to present a federal to a, present to a federal grand jury. In the case of 1998 United States embassies being bombed, Bin Laden was inducted or was uh, was indicted and charged by a grand jury. He has not been formally indicted and charged with a connection to 9-11 because the FBI has no hard evidence connecting Osama Bin Laden to the events of 9-11. Well, he initially denied any involvement Yes. until that... Allegedly doctored tape that you say. Exactly. Well, even that, they, that tape, he, he denied the involvement. He didn't want to make the tape because it was, there, there's a long rabbit hole that says that Bush was orchestrating this whole thing pretty much. And they were pressuring Pakistan, well, not Pakistan. Yeah. They were pressuring Pakistan and Afghanistan, uh, Early, like in October of 2001, right after everything had got underway, um, they had persuaded a Taliban leadership to extradite bin Laden back to Pakistan, where he would be held under house arrest and then tried by an intentional tribunal, international tribunal. Um, That's what it's called, tribunal. Gotta leave the island. (laughs) That's it. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, the deal even included extradition, uh, for bin Laden to the U S so he got tried and then he would be extradited to the U S and basically just fucking strung by his nuts. But let's see to the U S yeah. Yeah. You don't like getting flicked in the nuts. Imagine getting strung by the nuts. That's what they should do to all rapists. Actually just string them up put a, like tie a rope around their nutsack and hang them there until they die that's what they should do to rapists they they don't that i feel strongly about rapists anyways i digress As, i mean yeah i mean most rational people would say that it's horrible and they shouldn't do that and they should they deserve some type of punishment there's a lot nicer people out there than me I, I think I'm a very nice person, but I think there's a special place in the corner of uh, whatever. I can only think of is. fucked up things to say right now that I Go just for it. no. Why not? <laughs> what? Because I would I'm say not, it. I'm not here to please no, rapists. No. There's some jokes that just need to stay in your head. Okay, you can tell me after the podcast. All right. But the president of Pakistan vetoed the arrangement that, to have Bin Laden expedited. And the only reason that he vetoed it because they were said that he was under heavy pressure from the Bush administration um, 
under heavy pressure from the Bush administration to veto it because they didn't have any evidence for bin Laden. So if they extradited him to the U.S., they would basically have an embarrassment on their hands because a grand jury would not be able to convict bin Laden of right, orchestrating, a reasonable doubt. Yeah, being able to orchestrate the events of 9-11. So he would come over here and nothing would happen. Because they absolutely had no evidence. Whether or not that is because the Bush administration had planned this and carried it out and used bin Laden as a patsy in order to get into Afghanistan Mm -hmm. or get into Iraq via Afghanistan. Or if it was just they didn't have enough on bin Laden after he actually committed these atrocities is two different things. How how do they think they would be able to extradite him for the the 9-11 but not for all the car bombings he did it no the the extradition was because of the attacks they were going to place him under house well, arrest he's guilty of those that's like a legit thing he did yeah they apparently they were going to extradite him to the u.s because of those bombings of the embassies and then try him for 9/11. and then try him for everything else so they didn't have enough evidence on 9-11, which would have came so out. So then they shouldn't have even added that in the thing. Yeah, but it would have came out as the court, like, it was well known that, well, we thought it was well known that bin Laden had orchestrated these attacks. We, You're not going to go after a guy and bomb an entire country and rip a country apart if you didn't have hard evidence as to why. And be like, oh, on the, my bad. Exactly. That's kind of what they were running into. If they extradited him, they're like, okay, well, yes, you are guilty of these bombings at U.S. embassies. We were being K. We weren't being J. But there's no, exactly, there's no evidence for you uh, orchestrating uh, 9-11. They're going to want to know that because we knew that he was behind this. So we're like, hey, did we get him on this? They'd have to come out, well. He's been. I mean, a innocent. lot of people think so. What? That's what people say. People say what? That he's guilty, you know. So we just killed. Everyone. Yeah, that's what. Well, fuck some shit that's up. That's what people say. I like how you're you're doing your little. That's, that's what, what people, people say. You know? Yeah, you look. You like just put your shoulder drunk up white chick. Neck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it's fucked up. Awesome. Ah. But then after that. The tape came out, and there's a bunch of people that came through and said that it was complete bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, because the English translation over to I I forgot what the fuck. What's the pack? Is is it Arabic? Are they speaking Arabic or Afghan yes. or Afghani? Afghan. I don't know what language they speak. All I know, I know is Team America was funny as shit, and, <laughs> and I'm not gonna say that they were speaking. I can't. No. No, I don't. I don't want. So say we it. can prove that it wasn't. Osama bin Laden, beyond a reasonable doubt. So then, who, well, it's who saying done it it's is saying, what we got. It's saying that the U.S. is saying that they can't prove that it was Osama bin Laden beyond a reasonable doubt. Is so is the reports it? that I'm seeing? It's a game of fucking Clue right now. We got four planes mm-hmm. in the dining room with a candlestick. The candlestick is used to fly the plane, and it's a patsy. That's all it is. Uh, did you hear that? You, fu- I fucking what? Okay, good. 
Nothing. You what? Nothing. Okay. But I don't know. It, it's real tough because I didn't. When I was doing research, the only thing that I was coming across, I mean, there's obviously the stock market and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff, and people were doing it to make money. The thing that jumped out at me was the possibility of our president at the time actually orchestrating this to get into Iraq for the oil. Mm-hmm. Because we weren't we weren't even thinking about Iraq until we got into Afghanistan and we're like, Oh, he might've Osama bin Laden might've gone. He's supposed to be in these Hills here. Now oh no, their he whole moved. Fucking country he now. moved. Now he's in Iraq and they go after that. But Iraq has an abundance of oil. Uh, there, there's so many things that Which they could have gone over there. It, or, I said it parallels on Pearl Harbor in the beginning of the episode and I haven't paralleled it yet. Okay. I'm just saying that we, let Pearl Harbor happen so we could get into the Second World War, so we could boost our economy. Well, there, Pearl Harbor, there was, there was a warning that nobody took seriously. We'll do an episode on it. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, we don't have to explain that. Okay. Just know. Yes. Pearl Harbor was inside Jeff. <laughs> I think Pearl Harbor was more of a mistake than anything. I don't think it was an inside job. Well, yeah, I don't think it was an inside. It was definitely the Japanese. Yeah. Mo- mostly the Japanese think, more than us. Think it, I think, think it. they did it. But I, I got an interesting little nugget. I was talking to a cohort of mine. Um, I don't know what that word means. I just wanted to use it. Okay. Um, use it away, bro. Earlier, earlier this week, um, listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Figured out, asked me what we were talking about this week, and we started getting to talking. Back in the day, he used to, he had a, not very, he's younger than us, but he had a profession that let him travel for a living. He knew somebody in Phoenix, Arizona, that was in a, a an affluent neighborhood that was prominently or predominantly white. He says that a couple of, about a year or so before the events of 9/11 three guys who happened to be racially ambiguous had moved into a neighborhood racially ambiguous middle eastern it could have been mexican and they could have been they could have been it. something they don't they were brown they're racially ambiguous you couldn't tell what they were understood okay um, they had moved into that neighborhood in Phoenix, Arizona. Like I said, that was pretty much all upper middle class <laughs> white people. Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, upper middle class white people. When they moved in, as soon as they moved in, they started causing nothing but trouble. These three guys causing absolutely nothing but trouble. They were getting noise Is that complaints. The, the white people lens, they were causing nothing but trouble. Okay. Or were they just. I'll, I'll explain. Being brown I'll explain. in a white neighborhood. Well, they were having one of them was being brown in a white neighborhood because they were having crazy parties and fun parties and getting noise complaints and getting called all the time. There was also numerous stabbings that happened at this house. Oh, fun! <laughs> numerous stabbings that had happened there. 
during these crazy parties. People were getting stabbed. Things were happening. So they were causing trouble. They were, I'm, I'm sorry. I just assumed, you know, white people. I, I understand, but that's why I didn't just straight up. Like, <laughs> but there was plenty of police complaints that had happened. Police mm-hmm. had been called numerous times to this house. On every single occasion, even if there had been a stabbing, if there had been drugs found in the house, if there was just a crazy noise complaint. Is finger fillet illegal? Like five-finger fillet? Yeah, maybe it's a big five-finger fillet uh, club. I think people were getting stabbed in like the gut and like stuff. The old like the they were play getting... cards, but they're like... No, I think they were actually getting stabbed. Uh-oh. Like, not fatally, but like, I'm going to hurt you, stab. But, it, but it, it's never good. Exactly. Every time that the something had been called to them, police would show up and they would basically leave. Nothing would happen to these guys. They basically they were just scot free. Immunity. Noise complaint. Nothing. Nothing would happen. They the stabbing happened. They had drugs found at their house. Never got arrested. Maybe their sergeant's like the last thing we need right now is a lawsuit. It could have been so. because they're they're brown. It, it could have been, but nothing. No fines. No arrest. So after they had lived in the neighborhood, they, they lived there for about two to uh, one and a half to two years or so. Are they all in one house? Three guys? Same house. It's like okay. a big four bedroom got house. It, like I it, said, upper it. middle class, decent house. Um, all of a sudden, on the morning of September 10th, 2001, they leave the house in the morning and the neighbors don't see them anymore. They're gone. I mean, to be real right now, if I was a brown person in an affluent white neighborhood after 9-11, I wouldn't be there anymore. Especially if they're already suspicious of me having stabbings at my house. Which could happen. I could see that happening. But that's the rational side talking. But then why did... Two, Let's get conspiratorial. Why did two days after... Uh, two days after they left, so September 10th, they left. <laughs> 9-11 happened. They showed up September 12th. September 12th, FBI shows up with a whole motorcade and everything. What up. was it like a fucking... Uh, it's like a fucking... Cul-de-sac? Could have been. I don't know. Just like all these fucking motorcade right down the cul-de-sac, like three cars wide. No, they show up with a whole... Like, they, they have... Like they're the, the like whole in, crew, yeah. Investigation vans. The They'll gang. have like the gangs all here. Pretty much everything. The and fucking mystery machine. It's all out. Scooby Doo was there. I can confirm. I have. I've seen pictures. But they show up to this house and they basically rip the house apart. They seize all their possessions. They do all this stuff. And usually, if there's a big event that happens, if something that the FBI is getting involved in happens to where there has to be a seizure. They're going to question neighbors. They're going to ask them questions like, hey, what was going on with these guys? Was was any trouble happening? Didn't ask them nothing. They just roll through the neighborhood, take their shit, and leave. Kind of like they were just there to save Clean face. It up. Yeah, kind of like they were just there to be like, hey. It wasn't three brown guys. It was old man Jenkins. Yeah, pretty. Run me, run me yeah. <laughs> Pretty much nothing to see here. Waving yeah. a uh, waving a, a pocket watch in front of your face, type of Going thing. To the sunken place. Exactly, or ding in a teacup. Mm-hmm. They just rolled in and they they took the shit and they dipped out. N- nothing happened of it. That house got like foreclosed and sold to somebody else through the bank. That's fucking weird. 
But three brown guys who are in the middle of the middle of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. <clears throat> I'm sure there's plenty of places out in Phoenix, Arizona, to teach people how to fly. I'd be sure. Who's to say that they didn't have these three brown guys that did not like the U.S. and they had connections to somebody and they were put well, there in some type Kyle. of either like this or it was like a witness a witness protection type thing to where you're getting paid to stay here. You can do whatever the hell you want. That's more likely. You can do whatever the hell you want. But when your number's called, you have to come. Mm-hmm. And who's to say their number wasn't called on September 10th to carry out events that might have happened Wait, the next day? Wait, so you're telling me that there's people in witness protection that carry out terrorist attacks just so we can rape other countries for their resources? Doesn't sound too far off base to me. So you're telling me Elvis Presley. What? Would have been involved. He was in the witness protection program. Yes. Didn't we not deduce that? From- yes. But Elvis Presley was such a prominent figure in the American psyche that it would be tough for him to do things but like But it'd be this. really easy for him to hijack a plane. Yeah, right? because he'd be like, let He's me like, fly that thing, baby. <laughs> let, let me fly that. <laughs> hey, have you seen the video? Uh, yes, I, I saw the, the Kung Fu video. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Let me let me, let me fly this thing, baby. Lay down right there, baby. <laughs> let me get this. That's amazing. But, I mean, it does not sound too far off base that somebody in witness protection could be used as patsies in order to carry out an agenda How that had been set in place. How old was Elvis Presley? Would Elvis Presley have been in 2001? I don't know. I don't know. I forgot. might have. I forgot when hijacked. he was born. If he was old enough, he might have hijacked flight he, 93. He was and living just got overtaken. He was living large in Buenos Aires. Like everybody that's trying to flee anything goes to. They go to Buenos Aires. Especially if you're a Nazi. Argentina. He was just chilling on a beach with the Nazis. They got stories. I'm telling you. He was sitting there with Mengele and Hitler just chilling. Uh, no, I'm not ruining no, no I'm not ruining no. Hitler's legacy like that. No. Hey, what, 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 Kyle? What the sick hell is going hey, on around here? That is not what I said. <laughs> what I said, what are you talking? I don't, I don't understand why Kyle. you're. Hey, I don't understand why you're going crazy. I clearly said Elvis's <laughs> legacy. Why are you laughing? I said Elvis's legacy. That's not funny. I don't want to ruin Elvis's legacy by him being on the beach with Hitler. Got it. That's clearly what I said. I okay. didn't say Hitler's legacy. Thanks, thanks that for clearing that up. Most certainly not what I said. Okay. I don't understand why you're laughing at me right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, this uh, this episode was supposed to be about 9/11 being an inside job or something like that. You know. I mean, we we've can, kind of I, we we went over the insider trading, which is pretty crazy. I, There's a strong correlation, but. I don't know if uh, beyond See, a reasonable doubt. Well, I can no, prove I that. think yours helps out a lot with what I think it is. I think it has to do a lot with that oil because that oil is worth a lot of fucking money. But I also think that Bush had his pockets, or the weapons companies had their their hands in Bush's pockets. So right. we need a war right now. If there's a war happening, everybody's profiting off the increased sales of the weapons, off of the vehicles, off of everything that got dropped over there. But and did we make 
that ten billion dollars in fucking infrastructure damage back? I don't think so. But that ten billion dollars, the World Trade Centers is not a government building, was it? Yeah. That could be oh, okay, so never mind. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, would kind of break <laughs> it's even. It's the and, World yeah. Trade Center. Well, you never could have been. It's a not private. It's yeah. not privately owned. You know, you'd think by the name they lease out sections of it. Okay. Yeah, but it it makes a lot of sense that that happening with the stock market combined with the money that they would make from the weapon sales, the vehicle sales. Not to mention the money that they're going to make from commandeering oil. And all those puts on the stocks. On top of everything, they would have made a lot of money. Right. So there's a lot of very circumstantial evidence that is kind of fishy. Not kind of fishy, very fishy. Mm -hmm. That can lead i could see where it can lead a lot of conspiracy theories yeah, down they, the hole there's all this information that was known but it wasn't communicated very well yes you know what i mean everybody you know the fbi knew a piece the cia knew a piece and uh the nsa knew a piece but they they're not communicating with each other because it has mm, to go yeah. through the bureaucracy of the department of justice which has to determine if it makes sense and the to Department even, of Defense, because a lot of CIA right. and everybody is to you know, to get it to there, they have to determine whether it's relevant or not. See, because if you give information to everybody, knowledge is power. What I think is far more likely is there there was intelligence on something happening, so they had the records of. The people in flight school in San Diego, South Florida, and them flying back and forth to Pakistan and the U.S. Was it Pakistan or was it Afghanistan? Afghanistan. They're flying back from to Afghanistan to the U.S. back and forth. They had those records. Well, they, they flew in from like France and they got like yes. French visas. Yeah, and then they also had the phone taps where they heard of them carrying out an attack and figuring out targets. Yeah, they witnessed one of the meetings. So they had... So actually, about the targets, okay. they um, they had like a bunch of targets laid out, and it was at the pilot's discretion once the planes were in the air. Oh, so they could just be like, yeah, you figure well, it out. Here, here's where we're going. Yeah. Here's where you're going. Oh, so that's why the second guy, the second trade center had to make that... that fucking hard yeah. right because he's like, he's like oh shit the, same fucking the first one's already down let yeah. me get the second one right and then the one hit the pentagon mm. the one that was coming for the capitol building was 93 yeah and that didn't really work out because they they wanted they had between the white house and the capitol building but should have just gone for they the white said house the capitol building because the white house would have been too hard to protect because attack because it's so protected it would be it's easier not, to attack the Capitol building than it's it would be. It's not really the White that House. protected. You ever seen Men in Black, dude? The, or no, Independence Day. Independence Day, I have. Yeah. You know, there was a crazy man that jumped the White House fence, ran. He in, ran into. Yeah, ran. Dude, they had a. Because they had a. You lady. know what? It, first time, first time there had ever been a woman door guard at the White House. A crazy fuck breaks in and running around the White House. I'm not saying that women can't stop people from entering a building, 
but men might be but like More the seven suited? foot tall man that's usually there is probably a little bit better than the five foot eight you, tall woman. You would be ridiculous. I would be as adept as the woman guarding that door. Which makes sense. I understand you're trying to sympathize and say that you would say that you would be just as incompetent. Yeah. You would be crazy to tell me that there is not a physiological difference between men and women. There is a great physiological difference. Men can are Can we not open this fucking can of worms right we're now? We're not going to open this can of worms. We need to end this goddamn episode, Kyle. This has gone on for way too long and I'm tired and I'm drunk and I want to go to bed. I was Feeling pretty good when this episode started. Now it's curved the wrong way. Okay, well, let's get back to it. But I still feel good. So, when I, like I was saying, I, I think it's far more likely that there was some type of intelligence that was presented to Bush, to the CIA. To Bush. To the CIA. Bush had to have known about it. You know what I mean? He's the commander in chief. He had to. Dick. He had to have known about something. He's the he has the title of commander in chief, but Dick Cheney was pulling the goddamn strings. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. So, um, but anyways, the U.S. government had to have known about something, and they heard that attack was going to happen. Happen. So I believe they did make a contingency plan in case something happened. If we were going to attack Afghanistan, and obviously we heard that it was Osama bin Laden because he was the one that was on the wiretap right, and right, had right, been right. mentioned. So they had made a plan in order to get him. They laid out targets, and they, they had a plan in place in case something happened to the U.S. They didn't hear what the targets were because they didn't explicitly say it. But in case it was U.S. based, they knew what what, what they were going to do with it. So as soon as they saw some shit happen to 9-11, or I mean to the World Trade Centers, they, well, you, you know what I mean. It's just fucking, it did happen to the day too, honestly. The day's, uh, that day is known, it's, it's infamous They're now. not the World Trade Centers, they're yeah. the 9-11s. They're the 9-11s. Dude. Since, <laughs> but since it happened to the World Trade Centers, they put their plan in place and they're like, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go over there and fuck some shit up. And I think that's far more likely because I did not want to end this episode on being, <laughs> yeah, we did this shit. That's just me. But fuck, man. There's a lot of fucking... But circum- fuck, man. There's a lot of circumstantial evidence that's kind of fishy. It's just... It was a crazy day. Where were you on, on 9-11? Uh, I re- Probably in school. Well, I, I at first, I, I wasn't in school at all. When I first saw it... What? I, well, I was in school. I was in still in like fifth grade. Yeah. But when when it initially happened, I always watched Sports Center in the morning when I woke up going to elementary school. What the school. fuck kind of like twenty five year old fifth grader were you Dude, watching sport? I'm gonna watch Sports Center. I've been playing sports since I was like four. Bro, I was watching fucking Caillou. And <laughs> I've been playing sports since I was four, so I like watching Sports Center. So I always watch Sports Center in the morning, and when. Uh, I wake up in the morning. My mom always had the channel changed to Sports Center, so when I wake up, I just turn it on and I'd be able to watch it. I turn the channel on when I woke up at 7 a.m. and I see the first tower on fucking fire. And oh, yikes, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I see the because it's everywhere. You know, yeah. it's every channel is this. It's nothing else. And right before I go off to school, I see the second plane going to the building. I watched that shit and I was like, 
I don't I don't even think I went to school to be honest with you. I really? don't I don't think I did. You played hooky on fucking 911? I don't I really don't I don't think I did. I think my mom I, my mom had called me and been like I don't know what the fuck's going on. If you want to just stay, you could stay kind of thing and I was just That's like That's cool. And I was kind of like I was a kid and yeah. I was fucking you're like, stay home, hell yeah. I was ten years I was ten years old. I was like, yeah, I'll stay home. I, watch my sports center. It was that's yeah, I was at home. It was crazy. I was everybody should remember where they were at. Well, see, I'm in college and there's these kids that did nothing. 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 They don't remember nine eleven. What? They Wait, whoa, whoa, what? Historical fact that it happened, but they don't remember like the day now i feel really young. fucking old yeah yeah they were born in like 98 99 2000 oh, fuck. so they're like I don't there's know people that. alive that were born in the year 2000 there's people that are of age like beyond statutory rape that, that were born in yeah. the year 2000 yes fuck yeah i'm only 28 and i feel really fucking old i right remember now. so my mom used to go to the gym before she took us to daycare before we started school. So my mom went to the gym at four, picked us up at like six. And she, I didn't remember. I was like, I just fucking woke up, put my fucking uniform on because I went to private school. Yeah, I went to public school like a regular and, uh, person. You can tell the difference in education level. And uh, Oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. And I, and I remember being that in the car hurt, and it felt like, my mom was trying to tell me what happened, but it didn't make any fucking sense to me. She's like plane, building, something. And I was like, I know she went to the gym. So maybe a plane landed by the gym or something <laughs> or a plane flew into the gym. I don't fucking know. Like I'm thinking like a small passenger plane just like fucking crashed landed at the gym or something. When you get to school, was it all... I get to school... And kids are just making jokes about it because kids are fucking assholes, Kids right? are ruthless. So it was like... We were like, every time a plane or helicopter crossed over, we're like, oh, yeah, dude, it was, it was bad. That's bad. Yeah. Did, like your teachers have it on the TV. Yes. Like, were you and, watching and it? And I saw it and I was like, oh shit. This is like, like serious. People are fucking di- like, there's people in my class and their family See, died in the fucking towers. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that shit. That sucks. It, like that's, that sucks. See, I didn't. I was a kid and I didn't I didn't put two and two together. Like I saw the shit happening and I knew it was bad, but I didn't like when you're a kid like that's way over there. Exactly. When you're a kid, you don't take any you don't have sympathy when you're a kid. You do no. you do when it and comes to like your parents or your pets or something, but, but if it's somebody that you've never met, you're not like sympathetic to them. You're just like, "Oh, that's I think, that happened. I think that's our generation and going forward because of the 24-hour news cycle and how we see everything everywhere. And we're like, well, we got our own problems. Like, that shit's yeah. fucking over there. Yeah. I'm not worried about that shit. And before, that's not how it used to be. You used to give a shit. Yeah. You read it There's in the newspaper. Base, yeah. There's only so many things yeah. they can cover. And if they don't have all the information, they're not going to cover it yeah. because they want it to be reputable to the reader. Now it's like, get it fuck out there. Yeah. You can have misinformation. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's just like, 
shootings yeah. every day. Because mm-hmm. crazy. All my patients dude. watch the news and they're telling me all the fucking crazy ass shit that's happening. I'm like, I don't have time to fucking care about that. Yeah, exactly. I don't have enough feelings to feel that. It's true because the it 9/11 didn't sink in until two days after really for me when they were starting to have like yeah memorial ceremonies right. confirmed and, casualties and like these like they'd ha- they had a graphic of a flag waving on the tv with names scrolling mm-hmm. and those were all dead people and then you really learn the weight of the situation yeah. and even when you're 10 years old you're like jesus christ shit yeah that's gnarly type of thing not to leave it on a sad note, but I think it's all. It should be left on yes, a sad note. God but I, damn, I man. think I think this is a lot more positive than us trying to sit here and prove that we're the country that that orchestrated this whole thing. Which it's it's very circumstantial, and some can draw conclusions it's a to too it. Circumstantial to make me feel comfortable. I I didn't find anything that was hard that was saying that. This person did it, and it was our government that put it That's together. That's the thing. There's nothing damning, but it's There's a mountain nothing. of non-damning, like uh, randomly uh, coordinated shit. Because everybody puts, they just draw lines between things that probably aren't correlated to each other. You know what I mean? Like the stock market thing. Yeah, that's fishy. But I, you know, in closing, I just want to say. It was for sure our bad. Whether we orchestrated it, I don't know. But it was for sure we fucked up. And there was a chance to prevent it. But we we didn't for whatever reason. We didn't take the intel seriously or something happened. And people died because of neglect. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. That's what I want to believe. Yeah. 